Hi everyone and welcome to episode 144 of Final Fantasy Union. I'm your host Daryl and I'm here with Lauren. Hi guys. How are you Lauren? I'm alright. Yeah, we're just hanging in there, aren't we? We are hanging in there. At, we Well, near Automata. I know. We've been waiting for it for a long time and mm-hmm. we've played it. Yes. We're not going to talk about it, but we have played it. <laughs> yes. Yes. No, we have been playing uh, near Automata and oh my gosh, it is so nice it's just like oh yeah yeah we're not, not going to talk too much about it because about we have it. a lot of stuff to talk about with regards to final fantasy 15 mm. but i will say if you enjoyed the first one you will enjoy this one yes if you haven't played the first one you'll think this one's amazing yes and that's, also, that's generally what i've seen like the people that are picking up for the first time are just kind of blown away yeah and people that played the first one are just like yep Yep, yep, about it. Yep, but I will say, play the end, play all the endings. Yeah, so I mean, the, 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 <laughs> this is a funny, funny thing. We're not talking about it, but yeah, um, the in this one, obviously, with the original Nia, once you finished the game, you didn't actually finish the game. There was more, and they've done a similar thing with this one. And when you finish the game the first time, there's actually a message that pops up from Square Enix PR <laughs> saying, "Please don't stop playing. Please, please carry on. <laughs> like you need to." There's like, yeah, there's there's a ton of endings. There's actually technically 26 endings that you can get, but I think only the first four are the ones that actually like matter. Yeah. But anyways. But yeah, for you new folks, Final Fantasy Union is part of a podcast series called Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union, and it's presented by the Gaming Union Network. We have a new show every Tuesday working in rotation with Kingdom Hearts Union, and we can on the iTunes store as well as FinalFantasyUnion.com. And we also have a YouTube channel. Lawrence, talk about it. YouTube.com forward slash FFUnionVids. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Subscribe to us and love us. Yes. All right, now on to our Patreon shout-outs. Now we're going to shout-out everyone who has paid $2.50 or more per episode, to whom we are eternally grateful. You guys rock! Yes! All right, Lauren, kick it off. All right, we have Barry Norton at Nortrine Zero. Christian Burge. Lewis James. Satria Jarasadama at Satria 65 Ruben. Tyson Wildman at Ty Wildman 1. William Trengrove at Varnastirkshire. Chris Morales. Dustiv Haviv at Dustyfish770. Eric Decker at Choco Taco. Harley Crawley at DarkZT Akami. Jonathan Gonzalez at Oh, It's Just Johnny. Josh McNabb at J2K9. Michael Graham. Thorin Bullen at Massacre23. Zach Duranto at ZDuranto58. Alex and Rachel Troutman at Akiram Nangin. Billy Jackson at underscore Billy Jackson. Darren Matthews at Doomster73. Joseph Robertson at Pokemon Trader J. Keith Field at The Mighty Keith. Mario Herker. Mike Shelley Donnelly at Curious Quail. Mohamed Quayam. Nico Gonzalez at Nick underscore Knack 95. And we have a new guy, uh, Perry Ramstead. Welcome. Welcome. Then we have Rachel Caston at Urba Yonray. Tony Stemmen at Tony Stemmen. Vitalitas at V underscore Tron 5000. Zelda Clone at Apes Types Novels. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. All right. So news. And this is actually quite a surprising one because you think that now what we're like five months? Mm. Oh, no, four months after... Final Fantasy 15 released. We have an entire episode full of news. How, yeah. how is that? Like, what other game does that happen for? I know, I know. It's insane. But as Tabata said, uh, we have a year-long worth of, like, content. And they were not lying. No, They not were not all. lying. No. Um, so, yeah, we're going to kick things off. Um, we're going to, like, discuss things as we go through, but I think we're going to keep it spoiler-free. So, obviously, with some of the updates that have just come out, 
Uh, we could go into spoilers because some of it's related to end game, yeah. like more end game stuff. But we're going to keep it top line, mm-hmm. so don't worry about anything. You can listen to it if you haven't got very far into the game. Um, yeah, it's just it's cool stuff to look forward to. When yeah, you definitely. There. So the big update since the last show was that patch one point zero six, one point zero seven, and one point zero eight have all been released. And aside from kind of just doing some uh, different fixes around bugs and stuff like that. Um, the big thing was that this update coming alongside episode Gladiolus added the chapter 13 revision that we've been talking mm. about probably since the game launched where yeah. Tavala said like we're going to be revising things adding adding new scenes now we don't know if they're obviously going to be adding more scenes in addition to this but the chapter 13 revision was a big part of uh, what they said they were going to work on and it's now called chapter 13 verse 2 because of how it's implemented in the game it's not quite i didn't think how people kind of expected it and no but when we had our um, episode uh, a couple of months ago now with sue lightning she predicted it she yeah. predicted how they were going to implement job, it yeah exactly um i mean can we sort of say what what it is that's different like in the sense that like it, what what characters are involved or no well, yeah i mean like so okay. basically it's yeah. a part of the story where the group gets separated uh, and in, in the original version of the game, you played as Noctis and you had no idea what anyone else was doing. And chapter 13, verse 2 gives you, when you get to that point in the story, you have now the option. Do you want to follow Noctis' story or do you want to follow the story of your comrades? Yeah. And yeah, so that's quite interesting. I think the, yeah. the implementation is a bit weird in terms of you can't, it's not like a continuous story. It's like you pick one or you pick the other. Yeah, that's the only gripe that I have with it, I guess, is the fact that like, if you're playing it the first time, you really have to play as. I mean, I would I would say that you play as Noctis first so that you get it. But yeah, I really wish that you could kind of just go through and play both. Um, but I don't know why they way, couldn't do that. Yeah, either way though, it's um it's really cool the way that they implement it, um the way that they implemented it and the new scenes that they've added as well are really cool. Um, but. Yeah, and if anything, it's a nice teaser for episode Gladiolus. Yeah, I mean, as well. it serves as a perfect demo. Yeah, great demo. Um, but yeah, no, so there there are some new scenes they've put in there um, that have to expand the story a little bit more. I was actually mm-hmm. quite pleased about the scenes. And yeah, when I watched it the first time, it was really, uh, I guess, surprising. Yeah. the way they decided to go about it. Like, yeah, okay, so they're not that long. Yeah, but um, they are effective. Yeah, they are effective. Very effective. And then on top of that, you have the buffed well, up well, ring. Before we go on to that, though, no, I would say that the reason why Lauren said to play as Noctis first is because uh, I think you can switch. Someone said you can switch when you get to lockers, so you can actually switch between the two. Oh, the can game. you? But I don't know how it works or anything. Mm. But but once you complete the game, you can access the uh, comrade route from the main menu. You don't have to go through the story oh, all yeah. the way through. So it will just come up in the main menu. It's actually accessible for anyone who I think who has got past that point. Mm. I don't think it comes up if you haven't got to that point yet. Mm. But you can just play it as a standalone thing. So it yeah. won't. none of the stuff you do or anything will uh, get affected by it. Um, but it just means that, yeah, you can, if you just want to play that part to that additional content and you don't want to go on YouTube, you want to do it for yourself. I mean, it's only about 25 minutes long or something. It's not, it's not massively long. But yeah, you can just do it as a standalone thing. Um, I presume it's going to just stay there now. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know if there's a time time limit. No. But yeah, yeah. So if you want to do it that way, you can just easily do it that way. You don't have to play through the entire game again if you've already finished and that type of thing. So at least that's good. Um, But furthermore, uh, they've buffed up the Ring of Lucis, like, or the Ring of the Lucii, like, significantly. Yeah. 
uber, 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 uber buffed up. Um, they basically made it now so that you can kill animantoids if you um, point the ring at it. Yeah, which... But I think it's been a bit disproven. Like, some other people have said that they haven't been able to do it. It takes time. Like, yeah. it's not just an instant thing. It doesn't no, work No, it takes, like, four minutes. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, sorry. It's a lot quicker than it was before, Yeah, which is hours. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, it's still... You're still going to be sitting there holding down a button for a long time, but at least it's a bit easier. Yeah, I mean, the whole reason they did this as well, because it was part of the Chapter 13 revision. Um, people were complaining that it was too difficult, too scary. Uh, so they decided to make the ring more powerful so the mm-hmm. Noctis feels, I guess, less weak. To be fair, I would have freaked out anyway. I did not like that sequence at all. Like, I don't like being chased. I don't like horror things. I was like sort of huddling on to my controller like a little... I think at one point when Lauren got her leg grabbed by something in the game mm-hmm. she threw the controller over the room I was just like Lauren what are you doing <laughs> I didn't I didn't do that did it's I? my word against yours oh no um but yeah no I did have a few moments where I was just like oh my god this is really really creepy that's um, one thing they've also changed as well mm-hmm. uh when you when you do get grabbed there's a button mashing sequence yeah they've made it easier to escape it. oh that's good because yeah. I failed at that for some reason it was really hard I'm not a good button masher not they really did anything no well it probably saved you it saved you from getting exploded didn't it yeah but like it, never, it was never gonna kill you no, 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 it's not going to kill you unless if you have, like, no health items yeah. and then you're going to die. Um, but yeah, so they've buffed the ring up. It's it, They enhanced all three spells. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so that's, yeah, it's, it's pretty effective now against pretty much everything. Yeah. To the point where that's why they had to release 1.08 because they forgot about some of the things it's not supposed to be effective. Yeah, there's some towards. bosses that are important to the story yeah, where you're one... not really supposed to be able to defeat them yeah, there's in one, one foul punch. Uh, right towards the end of the game yeah. where there's a, a story sequence that happens when you get to a certain point in the fight and they forgot about that apparently. <laughs> so you could kill the boss with the ring and... Upset the yeah, balance of the game. That wouldn't work. No. So they removed that. Yeah. <laughs> um, episode Gladius obviously released as well. Mm. We, uh, I mean, we can talk about it a bit. I think um, from what I've seen, uh, we haven't actually played it ourselves yet. We haven't had the time. But from what I've seen, people are a bit on the fence about it. Yeah. Like critic reviews are giving it around the 60% mark. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are saying it's really short for what it is. Yeah. I mean, there's some people who are like perfectly happy with it, especially the people who got it with like the deluxe edition. It's just like, all right, well, that's fine. I got it. I got it already. Um, but like, yeah, I mean, for two hours content, like that's kind of... Well, it's two hours plus you have the kind of time attack and the other, like there's additional mm. modes on there to make it so that it's more, there's more. Yeah, it's true. It's true. But I don't know. It depends on what the story is really like, whether or not it would sell it for me. I know that um, some people have said that they're not too happy with the way that Gilgamesh was implemented. Uh, I think, yeah, it's just down to taste, really, as, as with everything. To be honest, I was kind of surprised. I mean, like, this is just coming from the trailers, but I was like, kind of surprised at how they designed Gilgamesh. Because um, he's like this sort of, um, doesn't he, like, only have one arm? He looks like, he's like a big ghost type yeah, thing. Yeah, he's, yeah. But he's not like... It, it, I mean, it's the Final Fantasy fifteen interpretation of him, isn't it's it? It's true, so. it's true. But Gilgamesh has always been, like, even in Type-0, Gilgamesh has been this, like, really strong 
I see sort of someone was talking about that on on the YouTube channel, and I do counter it because Final Fantasy XI has a different implementation of Gilgamesh. He's、mm-hmm. an ally; he just walks around and talks like a normal person. So,、yeah. like, it's really down to how they want to implement him. Like, there's no rule. I'm, I'm sure there's no rule in Square Enix、yeah. saying if you're going to do Gilgamesh, he has to have this many arms. He has Although, to use、Darryl's, weapons from the past. He has to do this. Daryl's no one played Final Fantasy XI. Burn. I, pl- <laughs> I played Final Fantasy XI. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But no,、um, but yeah, I think that's the kind of thing that people were just kind of like, oh, well, this is kind of upsetting. Like Gilgamesh is supposed to be this crazy guy, and here's this just random guy with a sword that we just pasted the word Gilgamesh on. Maybe that was it though as well, because he did say that he replaced Gilgamesh with someone else. So I don't know who the heck he replaced him with, but <laughs> either way, yeah. Either way, maybe yeah, he was never supposed to be Gilgamesh, but then like, oh, we really need to sell some copies of this DLC. Exactly. Just, put, just say, just say just Gilgamesh. Say Gilgamesh, and, and then, then we can get Kichi Okabe, the, the near、yeah. composer, to just do an arrangement of battle on the big bridge. Everyone's gonna love it. It's gonna yeah, be great. it's gonna be fine. No, we see through your lies. <laughs> Don't believe Andor's lies.、Um, yeah. Anyway, so now episode Gladiolus is out.、Uh, they've already started talking more about the next thing.、Uh, well, now. They basically released a new trailer for Episode Prompto, which is the same trailer they had before, <laughs> just with a slight extra scene on the end. <laughs> yeah, like、so、five it, seconds. It's an extended teaser trailer,、uh, and it shows. Obviously, in, in the original one, it was Prompto pointing his、uh, gun at、mm-hmm. something and looking、something. quite emotional. Yep. Now we know he's pointing his gun at a person object thing in the snow. <laughs> a noun in the snow. There's a lot of a lot of debate about what this is.、Um, some people are saying silly suggestions. I think, I mean, it looks like an MT. I think it looks like an MT. Maybe it's a particular MT. I don't know. Some people are speculating that it's for Stahl. I don't really see that how it's、so. possible.、No. I'm not going to say why that would be pertinent either because that's a spoiler. Yeah.、Um, but yeah, it's it just looks like an empty. I think to be honest, it's it's gonna, him going to be kind of coming to terms with things.、Mm. It looks like it's going to be a very different tone to Gladiolus, which I mean I, I mentioned it before and I'm going to say it again. The premise for episode Gladiolus is really weird、mm. because. Basically, the, what what happens was there's a certain point in the story where Gladiolus gets beaten up, and then he decides that well, if I'm getting beaten up, I should just leave the side of the person I'm supposed to protect for an indefinite period of time and go and prove myself. And I guess the whole point he he's thinking like, even if I was to stick around, I can't defend him anyway,、yeah. so I'm just gonna go and skedaddle. But I'm not gonna tell anyone I'm doing it. No,、nope. apart from Core. Yeah, because you know. Core needs to be around because apparently he's the only person who's gone through the same thing.、Mm. But that's the thing, though, isn't it? It's supposed to be brotherhood. They're all supposed to be understanding of each other and all supposed to be there for each other. So really, the whole team should have been there for Gladiolus. Yeah, he should have explained. Have like, all right, yeah, we can go. We can go bust up some Gilgamesh. You know, we can do it. But he needs to do it by himself with Core. <sighs> yes, with Core. With Core. With Core. Anyway,、uh, so yeah, moving on.、Um, Episode Prompto is coming out in June. They haven't actually announced a proper release date for it yet, but Tabata has said that, like with Episode Gladiolus, where they、um, gave, they basically did what they wanted to do pre-launch, but didn't have enough time to. Where because、uh, Tabata's done an interview where he was talking about how they wanted to have all the players, all the characters playable,、mm-hmm. uh, and they wanted to have each of them with a unique playstyle, but they just didn't have time, so they decided to focus on Noctis. Now with the DLC episodes, they're basically. Doing what they wanted to do originally,、yeah. which is then going to come into the multiplayer DLC at the end,、uh, where 
each of the characters will have their own unique gameplay style. So with Prompto, we're going to play as Prompto. We're going to see how he plays versus Gladiators versus Noctis. And then Ignis is obviously going to have his own one where he's going to have a completely different style too, which is I think is really cool. Yeah. I, I'm really interested to see how they're going to make Prompto a bit more unique. Yeah. Because Gladiator was obviously, you don't have the warp attacks, you don't have anything like that. Um, you can't evade in the same way. So Gladiator was very much about like the defense versus attack thing. Yeah. You've got to defend a lot to be able to do more damage and there's lots of AOE attacks. And mm-hmm. with Prompto, obviously he's very weak and frail. I know. That's what I'm kind of getting afraid of because like, I remember I'm having a bit of like Final Fantasy 13 flashbacks when you have to do um, Hope. <laughs> Hope's Hope's little I um what was it Alexander that? Alexander Idolan and um is it, it's Idolans in that in that game isn't it yeah Idolans. I think so either way um but yeah his fight and um yeah Prompto I'm just worried that I'm just gonna be like oh Prompto come on come on boy get better get better don't get bitter, just get better. As long as you've got loads of potions and stuff, you'll be fine. Yeah, I'll just buy like 100 potions with yeah, the money um, that I won't have. In the same interview where he talked about the game, that what I just said, uh, he also, uh, it was with Game Legends in Italy during some award ceremony where they'd given Final Fantasy 15 Game of the Year. Mm. He talked about um, the multiplayer. He didn't really want to say anything specific about it, but they were kind of saying, well, can you say anything about it? Yeah. He's like, well, if you want to say something, I'm going to let you know that there's probably going to be a multiplayer beta in preparation for it, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, they've mentioned that it's it's not just going to be about the four characters anymore. They're going to, I think he's said that they're going to have Iris and Aranea and Core as part of it. And there's gonna they're doing a, like a create a character thing where they've used the, the face model of... Um, the Batas. Yeah, the, I was like, oh my stuff. gosh, that's so great. Um, but yeah, so they're going to do a multiplayer beta at some point, hopefully. Uh, I don't know when it's going to be because, mm. I mean, I'm guessing and the current roadmap, episode Ignis is going to come out in September. Mm-hmm. A multiplayer beta will probably come out in November then so that, that completes the year of content. So, sorry, the multiplayer will come out in November. So we might see the beta start around the same time as episode Ignis, if not a little bit after or before, depending on how much time they feel they need to correct things. Mm -hmm. Because obviously this is going to be something completely new for the entire game. They haven't got the multiplayer infrastructure or anything like that in there at the moment. So there's a lot of things that could go wrong. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm imagining that there will be some lovely glitches for us. Yep. In our future. But yeah, he also in the same interview uh, was asked about whether they will be looking to expand the backstory of Arden. Mm. obviously within the narrative um he has quite a rich history uh, and tabala has said that he is very interested in doing so through additional content now he didn't say what that content would be no but um you know some people are speculating that it could be a, a new dlc episode like the beyond the 12 month roadmap or it could be some additional scenes like they just added in for chapter 13 verse 2 mm. Mm. yeah i mean i would prefer it to be unpaid dlc obviously um but i know um but i mean i am looking forward to it i think that if they can provide some more story or just animate some scenes that um of arden to just explain the situation to explain where he's coming from i think that would be really really cool yeah agreed um the next thing is uh something that caused a lot of contention on our youtube video of this everywhere it caused a lot of contention like, everywhere um guys like seriously we said in the video that it was not an april fool's joke yeah, but you can understand why i it can felt uh, like oh one. i can completely understand but like seriously guys 
it's it's not an April Fool's joke. Final Fantasy XV, A New Empire exists. It's very real. It had a soft launch in New Zealand for whatever reason. That's why they seem to do it. And it exists. Yeah, it it does. It looks so fake. I mean, the drawings don't look like any of the renders that they've had before. Um, it's essentially I mean, the just game of war. Website is yeah. so weird. Oh, it's so strange. And they don't even have Ignis in the character. Sort he's of in real. some of them. He's in some of them as a render, but he's not in the main one. It's just Cindy in the main one for some yeah, reason. Yeah, I mean, even the intro text is like you can play with characters such as Noctis and Cindy. Yay! Okay, but I mean, I don't know. Kind of looking at this, like I. I have a bit of a soft spot for the Game of War type series. Like I do kind of, I can see where people get addicted to those kind of games. I can see where people feel entertained by those kind of games. However, they are quite um, lethal. Like they're quite um, yeah. money. They, they take a lot of your money and that sort of thing. And that's essentially what this game is. It's like, it's like a Game of War it's a reskin. Um, reskin. And, you know, whether or not I will play it, I don't think I will. I, I will not be. It's, I think I'll it stay away like from it. It seems like a bad idea. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like it's, it's obviously, it's the game that they announced they're working on last November. It's that, the like, mobile yeah, MMO that they which, said that they were going to release. Which is the context we missed yes. for this. So yeah, it's the it's the Final Fantasy fifteen mobile MMO. Um, it's being worked on by MZ, who of course make Game of War and Mobile Strike. Well, it's... A subsidiary. Well, yeah, of them. but it's Epic yeah. Action. Oh, well, technically, Mobile Strike is it. made by Epic. That we've never heard War, of. I think there's another mm. sub. Whatever. They just basically make a new studio yeah. in the North Six Store and yeah. say it's a different company. Or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's yeah, it's basically a reskin of Game of War. Yeah. Using the same technology and everything, and you know, you can't necessarily begrudge them for that. I was just no. When when I knew when I when I heard that they were working, like, MZ are a massive company. Yeah. They are, when we're doing some research, they are valued at about $10 billion yeah, as they're a company. Yeah, no joke. They're like, no they joke. Are, and like Game of War and Mobile Strike, lo- Mobile Strike last year made $2.4 billion in revenue. That is huge. That yeah. is absolutely huge. And it's just hilarious because they both are exactly the same game. Yeah, it's in a different genre. Yeah. They're like exactly the same. And uh, you can see why Square Enix have, uh, I mean, they approached, from what I understand, they approached Square Enix and said, we want to do a game about Final Fantasy XV. And they were like, yeah, sure, do whatever. Uh, I'm sure they're going to get a big cut of the revenue that's going to come through it. Um, But yeah, like it's, it, we, we saw about it, uh, I think it was on the 28th of March when it started coming out and we posted a story about it, but we took it down because we thought it was a hoax. Yeah. That's how the quality of this is yeah it just didn't look legitimate no like neogaf were doing the same thing they posted up about it and a lot of people thought it was fake yeah so then they redid the title of it and said it was a scam yeah and then they re and then like square officially pushed it out yeah on april fools like i know why the worst day that they probably yeah so everyone was very 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 confused about the whole game, uh, yeah, it's had a soft launch in New Zealand, Australia. Yeah. Don't know. You can download it and play it right now if you want to. Yeah. I don't know when it's going to come global. I don't know. But, but um, it's, it's... It can stay yeah, where it I, is. I think what I was going <laughs> with is when it was originally announced, I because of the company and everything and the resources they have, I was expecting it to be something 
more than just a reskin. Yeah, I, when I think MMO, I just don't, I don't think of Game of War. Like, well, they I don't are. Think of that. Kind I mean, of they game. are MMOs. Yeah, it's just not in the same. Like, not, not in the World same of way. Warcraft kind of MMOs. It's just. No. It's just I was expecting something that would be like a completely new thing that they would work yeah. on for Final Fantasy 15 that felt more in keeping with the brand and everything. Like, but... I guess a bit more like, um, like something with uh, what's it called with. Um... Oh, Mobius, like something just that a bit more yeah, thought I mean, out. I mean, even even Type Zero Online mm-hmm. feels like a Type Zero game. Yeah, like, it, it feels like a Type like, Zero this game. This is not this, in any this way. This doesn't shape feel before. like a Square Enix game or a Final no. Fantasy game. It's like Fight for Crystals. Yeah. Okay, it, that uh, that doesn't like really the work. The Crystal. The Crystal. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, I'm I'm a bit disappointed by that. If you hadn't, we both are. We both yeah, are. yeah, we're really negative. No, we're not. Yeah, we are. Hey, look! Like I as I said, it's it's gonna make it's gonna make a ton of money. It is, and my point of view on it is like I personally don't like it doesn't appeal to me, mm-hmm. but there will be people it does appeal to. Yeah, and like it's it's game Game of War and Mobile Striker apparently played by like five million daily users. If they can use that same appeal to drive people in it's good for the franchise yeah it's the same way as brave exvius and stuff are like they're trying to appeal to wider players with the hope that if they pull them into these mobile titles mm. then they might try something like final fantasy 15 like the bigger yeah. the bigger games and then grow their fan base that way yeah. it's a softer sell into a bigger thing it's like a micro conversion yeah it's true um it's true. and also like if if a new empire can make a lot of money then who's to say that Square can't reinvest that into something like Final Fantasy 16? Like, yeah, it's true. It's very I, I'd true. Rather, I'd rather they... I mean, yes, some a lot of people are looking at this and like saying they're basically milking the cow, they're selling their soul yeah, to do yeah. this kind of game. But you can kind of understand but why. But yeah, I mean, there's it's their IP. They can do what the hell they want with Final yeah. Fantasy 15. If they're yeah. happy with the quality, it doesn't matter if we are or not. No. I, as long as they're happy with it and they're going to kind of use it to get to where they want to be then go for it as long yeah. as as long as what they create off the back of it is good yes yeah <laughs> but anyways let's get on to the next thing so samu kamiko kuro yeah yep. okay no that's it you're done oh, okay. you know, i'm not letting you re-say that okay, okay. <laughs> anyway uh so he's one of the uh, multiple art directors that was on final fantasy 15 uh he's left square enix that's After really 18 sad. years. I know, 18 years at the company. But there again, I can't imagine staying at a company for 18 years. Like, that is a long time. Yep. So he joined in 1999, and he was working as a concept artist on Final Fantasy X. Wow. Yeah, and then he went to be the art di- an art director on Final Fantasy XII, worked as an art director on the Final Fantasy Thirteen trilogy, and then on Final 15. Fantasy Fifteen. Yeah, and then Yosuke Nara, another Final Fantasy XV art director, left back in October after 24 years at the company. So that's only one left <laughs> that worked on Final Fantasy XV. Yep. Yeah. And I think it's it, it's it's an interesting. I think um, a lot of the a lot of the kind of older generation mm. are. I mean, they've been yeah, they've been there like 20 years. Yeah. It's I think there's just a creative drain on them so uh, you know that he said that he kind of just wants to go and do new things like for for once i don't blame him because he's been stuck on final fantasy for such a long time and obviously with final fantasy it's still there's a lot of variety in there yeah but you know it's he doesn't get the chance to kind of just do what the products that he wants to do like make the games that he wants to make it's we're doing final fantasy 15 do some art 
or yeah. like yeah i imagine especially for final fantasy 15 because if you think about it like if he if he was working on versus 13 at all like back way back then i don't think he you was. don't think he was no. well either way i mean like that is a good few years in development of final fantasy 15 anyway so and i guess the other thing with, with final fantasy 15 and i don't know if this is the reason why both of those guys have left as well obviously they did the entire company restructure mm. um but tabata kind of brought those guys on board but they were working on a concept that's already established so from a creative perspective it's like okay so i think naora was the uh the the art director on the characters mm. so it's like okay well you get to work on these characters but they've already all been established so yeah like okay so you and can... also the um, i mean the clothing designs were designed by an outsider like they were designed by rome yeah. weren't they so it's and like, like there's so, nothing really so, there and like from roberto ferrari i think most of the characters were pretty much done so like yeah. uh, aranea arden cindy iris yeah they pretty like, much they used all, his designs yeah so they just kind of they modernized the characters to bring yeah. them up to the up to date but outside of that they you know it was just kind just of just kind of kept them yeah but yeah so that's kind of sad that they're heading out but hopefully it does make room for newer um art directors in the future and yeah you know and i think that's be... the thing with this kind of like you can either look at it as a negative but i i think they're going to leave I mean, square enix haven't been shy about bringing back talents that they think are worthwhile so uh yoshida for example he left um he now works freelance on them he just did freelance yeah. for your automata yeah quite a lot of them do so, freelance so yeah like square square will bring them back yeah. they're not it's not like you leave you're done yeah it's that they, they care i mean even um um at uh the guy from the director from his 12 who left under like uh yeah great like very sh- shady, shady circumstances. circumstances he's back working as uh on a new project uh, like uh, uh he's working on the scenario for a dungeon in a raid in final fantasy 14 so yeah like they they it's not like a yeah it's not they're not out, completely done. cut off yeah it's it's let bygones be bygones carry on working i mean Uematsu exactly. even still on stuff, stuff. Yeah. so they yeah it's yeah so yeah, no, no sadness. But um, anyways, uh, moving on, we have uh, the, the actual April, April Fools. The actual April Fools jokes, and uh, oh my god, like this one was just so funny. Uh, they had episode Kenny. I which uh, I want to know who came up with oh that. Oh my god, I just think it's so brilliant. Kenny Kenny Crow has become. I don't know if they ever intended for him to become what he has because I don't know. Obviously, in the original game, he's just like a little mascot. Yeah, yeah. You can sit with him, and then the Moogle Chocobo Carnival had the mascot who was just insane and tried to force feed um, Noctis some drink. Um, and yeah, he was just a lunatic. So yeah, since they then. just just they just have fed off of it, and I've seen like cosplays of him. Like Kenny is just not leaving ever. No, he's become a pretty iconic character from Final Fantasy Fifteen. He's probably the most memorable character of Final Fantasy Fifteen. Hey, <laughs> what? No, I'm kidding. Um, but yeah, no, this is just so funny because they just went so in depth with it. Granted, they didn't go as in depth as the Final Fantasy Fourteen one, but we'll get on to that. But like. They didn't have like a trailer or anything, but they did have like art. That's and a little bit of gameplay thing. footage. Yeah, um, but basically, you uh, play as Kenny, and you are after the royal salmon's, and uh, yeah, 
It's you're just... on a quest to become the best mascot in the world. Yeah, you're a quest to be. Uh, yeah, you're on a quest to become the mascot of mascots. Um, but yeah, so you connect. You collect the royal salmon instead of the royal arms, and there's an armature sequence where it's the salmon all flying around, which yeah. they animated. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like it just. The funny thing is that the key art they provided for the episode Kenny DLC thing. A lot of people have been saying it looks so much more appealing and better than the episode Gladiolus one. <laughs> and no, the best part about it is that they even like sort of joked about sort of money, the money side and said that it's, uh, you have to pay like over 10, 10 million But then pounds. to counter that, Lauren, a lot of people would have been saying, well, I've got the season pass. Yeah, it's true. It's true. So it doesn't matter. Um, but no, oh my God, it was just... Fair play. Fair whoever play whoever came up with that, it was probably the best April Fool's thing Square Enix have ever done. Yeah. I just, it was so on point with mm-hmm. everything that, I saw nothing but positivity. Yeah. And it was one of those things where people instantly knew it was a joke. Yeah. But at the same time, they won it. They actually yeah, they now, like, because it's, I guess because of the Moogle Chocobo Carnival, which mm-hmm. was a bit kooky and crazy and yeah. everything. Episode Kenny, it's, you know, we've banged on about the DLC on the podcast for so long about how it's it shouldn't be stuff that is kind of taken from the main game. Like it shouldn't be story. Episode Kenny is the perfect example of what DLC should be. Yeah, it's absolutely mental. Yeah, but it and it doesn't change the story or anything. No, it's just a, a different just way silly. of playing the same game. Exactly. No, it's it's so great. And it's stuff that, like, I mean, Capcom did it with Resident Evil recently. I mean, they had, um, I mean, they had the more serious stuff with the story, but, like, they had the other bit where they were celebrating a birthday party for the game's main antagonist. So they had to feed him, like, cake, um, if I recall correctly how it went. And it's just like, it's just so ridiculous because he's sitting there. It's like the main enemy of the game. He's sitting there with the like birthday hat on and they're all happy and uh, there's all this like happy music going on. And it's just like, it's so uncharacteristic of what Resident Evil 7 was like, but it was just so funny. And if they did this with the episode Kenny, I think people would just lap it up. Like they really should just do it. Because it's just fun. Yeah. It's it's fun. Yeah. And it, it doesn't ruin the tone of the main game because it's not supposed to be part of the main game. No. And that's the whole thing with episode Ignis, Gladiolus, and Prompto. They're asides from the main campaign. They're mm-hmm. serious things. Whereas this is just, it's just fun. Yeah. And people would pick it up. I mean, yeah, like the, the actual tweet, probably, I don't know how many tweets they had when they announced episode Gladiolus, mm-hmm. but this one had like, collectively i think about like fi- like 15,000 retweets or something yeah. it's like it was people people reacted well to it yeah and i think if it was announced actually as a, a paid piece of dlc there might be some people who are just going like what but yeah. then i think a lot of people would just love the fact that they're hamming up yeah yeah no definitely and i think that is like part of i, I really think that's part of like tabata cuz i think that tabata for me he seems like he's somebody who would just let let people just sort of go like crazy just have fun yeah and um he's somebody who just like would listen to that kind of thing so i yeah no props to the team they they did good yeah and then the final fantasy 14 guys yeah they they uh, went extreme they went a lot more they went a lot further so extreme Um, i mean it wasn't as it it, wasn't funny no really it was just kind of epic 
And there was even some people who were just like, I want this as well. But yeah, they made like a Final Fantasy Tactics um, Alexander. Yeah, Tactics Alexander. It could be Tactics Ogre. Homage. Yeah, Tactics Ogre. Um, but yeah, so it was a it was basically a 16-bit game uh, created in the style of Tactics, mm. but in the Final Fantasy XIV universe Yeah, around the Alexander Primal. Uh, and yeah, it was like a two-minute trailer yeah. with story and like they'd animated all the characters and everything. Like it was, they included like Yastola. Yeah, and there's like game, they they were like full gameplay systems in there. Yeah, and... like they went really, really intense. And so people were just like, "Is this actually? Could this actually exist? Please, like, could could we have this?" And um, but yeah, no, they they yeah, it, it wasn't something where I was just like, "Oh, this is funny. This is just." This is just serious, but it was really cool. It was really yeah. cool, and they they really dedicated. Props to Square Enix for this year's April Fools. Yeah, they won April it, Fools. Everything other than Final Fantasy Fifteen and New Empire. Yes, which yeah. was really badly timed. Yes, yes. <laughs> we'll we'll ignore that. Let's let's move on All to right. the questions. Questions. We have two questions this episode. Lauren, take it away. Okay. Uh, Slip near Odin asks, "How do I get abs like Gladio?" Lol. Uh, skip the carbs. Uh, well, I was going to say, <laughs> no, don't, don't skip the carbs because no. he loves a good cup noodle and he there's got to be a load of carbs in cup noodle. It's very true. Um, I'd say run around everywhere for days at a time. He does love jogging. With only a little bit of sleep at a camp and food by Ignis. You have to get a dietitian named Ignis and uh, yeah. And eat cup noodle. I think, I think the cup, cup noodle. noodle is the central ingredient because... Yeah. He eats it more than anyone else. See, everyone else has the same amount of food as Ignis. They all run around the same true. amount. They do scuff but, about. But he loves cup noodle more than everyone. They do scuff about, about cup noodle, especially Ignis. He is not a fan. So, yeah, I, th- I think it's all down to the cup noodle. Mm. Yeah. And sucking in a bit. Yeah. And see what Square Enix have done? They're making us talk about brands on our <laughs> yeah. show, damn it. I've never even had a cup noodle, <laughs> but I'm telling people to go and eat it so they can get abs. <laughs> this in from Daryl's. Eat cup noodle, get abs. They just he just should become their. No, mascot. it's what Glad. It's the advice that Gladiolo gave me. I, I know, yeah, I know. But what, what is your favorite? What would be your favorite cup noodle if you could have a? I don't know because I've never had one. I don't even know what flavors there are. There's All I like know is that there's the fish. boss range, which they've done for the 30th anniversary. Churcho. And then there's the Beamoth flavor, right? Which you do the quest for. There's like beef. I think there's a fish. There might be a shrimp type flavor. All I know is, is that um, vegans were, were not very happy about it because there was no vegan option. That's There's not, only meat. Not cool. No, not cool. Um, so, yeah, the second question we have is from Conor, at Conor Merritt 95 And he wants to know, do you think the other Final Fantasy fifteen DLC episodes will be longer than episode Gladiolus? <sighs> it depends on what they do. I mean, I don't know. I, I have a feeling that, like, episode prompto and episode ignis might be longer but i don't know i don't know one if i don't know if i want to get my hopes up about it but i feel like because prompto is so much seems so story driven and then ignis i feel like they have to include a lot with the leviathan they've well we don't know what it's going to be about ignis but they have said that ignis is the reason why ignis is his last they were originally planning to do prompto's last but they changed the ordering because they felt that Ignis has had the biggest impact on the story. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, who knows? I mean, it, maybe it depends on how it's going to play as well. Yeah. But uh, they may listen to feedback. It depends how far into the process they've got. I mean, it's coming out in, in two months. So mm. uh, it may be too late for them to make wholesale changes in terms of length. 
Yeah. But um, I think it, it's, uh, to me, it's, it's the mindset. Yeah, okay, so the piece of content is actually like two hours long. But I think Square are looking at it more from if you play the like the the other versions that come with it, then it's a longer experience. Yeah. Not that that necessarily excuses them. No. But I mean, the piece of DLC is only like four dollars ninety nine. So it's not it's not like because in Bioshock, right? So there were ones that you played for that. They were yeah. like full on like fifteen dollars or something, right? Like yeah. Ten fifteen dollars, yeah. and that was a two hour experience, and that is a bitter pill to take because they didn't even have any extra modes to play or anything. No, no, and no. And a lot of just, it was just walking around yeah, doing nothing. Just, and it was all the rapture again. It was all the same exact like models that they... Well, it was it was non, um, non-rusty, non-derelict um, versions of rapture. But um, yeah, yeah no, it was so, very short. It was very short. Yeah, I guess we'll see. I, yeah, hopefully they give us more content. Yeah, I mean, like, I always hope for the best, but... You know, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so as we've had a completely Final Fantasy fifteen themed episode, we've got a piece of music from Final Fantasy fifteen for our music segment. It's an arrangement of NVIDIA, and it's by Husky by the Geek. It's really cool. I'm yeah. really excited about this one. So yeah, our next episode of Final Fantasy News is scheduled to come on the 18th of April, when we will be in our new home. Yay! Yes, our new humble abode. Oh, I'm so excited. Uh, but yeah, so... Be sure to subscribe to Final Fantasy Kingdom Hearts Union on the iTunes store. If you just search for Final Fantasy, we are there or thereabouts. Also, be sure to check out our YouTube channel at forward slash FFUnionVids or just search for Final Fantasy Union on YouTube. We'll, we'll come up. Yes. You can join the now 20, I think we're closing to 23,000 subscribers that yeah. we have, which is pretty nuts. Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. And thank you guys so much. And of course, check out the website, which is run by Brayden. Yes. Thank you, Brayden. And remember, you can always support us on patreon.com forward slash FFKHUnion and that will support us and KHUnion as well. And and Lauren we'll is going to be, because well, we're going to be in our new home, Lauren will be able to send badges out badges again. and we'll actually oh, be able I'm to so do excited. all the yeah. stuff that we haven't been doing properly. Yeah, I'm sorry to everybody who hasn't got a badge yet. I, uh, I'm i going to have my supplies back finally, if I can find them. Um, so I'll be able to send out badges again. Yay! Yay! All right, guys. Goodbye time. Bye, guys. And I'm Daryl saying goodbye. This has been a FinalFantasyUnion.com production.